Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Rinthigpen. Always excited to be with you in the virtual space. Deep breath, everybody. It's my birthday month. It's my birthday month. Oh my goodness. I am so, 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 so excited to be here with you for so many reasons. If you've been following the BBP, which is the Balance Bully podcast that we affectionately call the BBP, then you know 2021 was very full of all kinds of wacky and totally tried to take me out. Like totally tried to take me out. It did not want me to see my next birthday, but guess what? I am here and I am doing it and I'm thrilled and I'm on skates and I'm excited. So you're getting all this juicy energy. I know my husband is listening to this podcast as he edits it like if she screamed one more time, but it's all right because we balance boldly here. Boop, boop. Okay, deep breath in, deep breath out. That's not for you, it's for me, everybody. I have been waiting. Do you hear me? Waiting with bated breath to interview my good friend. <sighs> Buckle up because this is going to be a fantastic birthday episode, a fantastic conversation where we are going to go in and have the most fun ever talking about all the things we do here at the BBP, like work, life, and love, and everything in between. I have to welcome my good friend, Lauren. She is the CEO and founder of House of Low. She is all about making sure people can go deeper within themselves, specifically women who are ready to be more powerful, to be empowered from the seat of their core, to not take any apologies from anyone that was doing it superficially, trying to placate them because they are stepping fully into every part of who they are, the abundance, the prosperity, the love, the joy, the peace, and the power. Lauren, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Oh my God, Nikita, I love you. That's that's, I feel like you were channeling from our higher self. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh my gosh. And happy birthday, love. Oh, Leo's about to deliver for you. I'm so honored to be here and be in your space. And I'm so honored to know you. And I thank you. Just want to say this quick. I thank you for the work that you do for the, uh, you uplift every single soul that ever is lucky enough to be in your Mm -hmm. presence. And I'm so grateful that our souls collided in this life. So thank you. Thank you for what you do. I I was just about to say, you took the words out of my mouth. I love you more. Thank you so much. Lauren, tell everyone just a little bit about what you're doing at the house of low, both in the company and in the podcast. Mm. Yes, thank you. Well, House of Low is about creating safe spaces for women. Since I was very young, I always saw and felt that there are not enough safe spaces for us. And, you know, that can manifest in a lot of different ways. But ultimately, what does it look like for us to feel safe enough to know our power and create an abundant life? Because we create that. And, you know, I always say, our life goes by and I feel that a lot of us don't tap into the power we have. And I really am here to create those spaces. And on the podcast, I talk very openly about my journey. I interview incredible 
women, you know, entrepreneurs or women that are going through really intense journeys, spiritually, self-love, personal development. And a lot of us are waking up and coming together finally. So it's an honor to be, to play a small part in the evolution of our world and the evolution of Absolutely. And you do it really well. I'm a fan of the podcast as well. And I, what I, what I specifically love about your particular style is you're so measured. You're so measured and just your voice feels like home and peace when you listen. Not to mention, you're often talking about things that are uplifting and fueling at the same time. I know you have abundance events and prosperity events and things where you're really helping women tap into what is rightfully theirs, quite honestly, and that they have always had access to, but maybe needed guidance to get there. But you do it in a way that's non-judgmental of the fact that they haven't perhaps tapped into that level, to the level that you're teaching and guiding them yet. And you also are really careful with people's ego. And I noticed that in the way that you shape your words and the way that you speak. And I appreciate that because we know that our egos are beautiful and they're meant to keep us safe and to hold us, but they also, when they're out of balance, can really take us you know, somewhere that we shouldn't be in a heady way and make us more bulldogs than the beast that we are from a feminine perspective inside. And that can just really throw off everything internally for us. And I hear you speaking very cautiously to that side of the woman, because most of your listeners, I'm guessing, are ambitious women that are going to the next level and they're very driven. And many of us are technically out of balance when we're leaning into our ambition, we think because of what the world has told us that we have to lean very heady, H-E-A-D-Y for all of you who are like, what is Nikita saying? Leading very heady with our masculine instead of being more balanced and owning our feminine power that way. So I really just wanted to take a moment and share with you that I recognize it. I see you and I hear you crafting in a way that is really catering to us when we're in our most vulnerable position. So thank you. Thank you endlessly for that. That means the world to me. It's, it, it is a delicate conversation and specifically with abundance, you know, money is so triggering yes, for women because he, you know, it's like, I, I love this quote that I once heard someone say, which is women challenge the status quo because we are never mm. in. And it's like, yeah. And so because we have not been the, the leaders, so to speak, or been in our rightful position as the creators of this world, yeah. ultimately, and the, the leaders that move the world forward, we, we really second guess ourselves at every turn, every turn. And I think ultimately what I love that you're doing too, is we're really trying to create conversations with women where we can actually come to a place where we do trust yes. ourselves. And that is life I'm learning in my own journey. It is a lifelong journey. It is not ever sort of figured out, you know, there's next, there's new and new levels, but we don't trust ourselves at all. Yet we're the most intuitive and connected to God and mm-hmm. spirit. And we don't trust. It's, it's like, it's really a paradox for all Absolutely. of us. So. It's kind of laughable that <laughs> we're so powerful and often our biggest barriers are our own power and the misalignment of how we've either seen it appreciate it if we are aware of it for those of us who have been awake for a long time, but not necessarily empowered to know what to do with this power that you were awoken to. 
And then you have to learn how to use it and not harm, right? Because, you know, a lot of us are destined for greatness one way or another. You can be great at being really, really not great, or you can be great at being amazing and helpful and supportive and, you know, a catalyst for so many other people going forward. But you do have to be careful when you don't know what you're sitting on. Legit. There's so many levels. So you know what the BBP we talk about work life and love and how you're creating yes. this for yourself and all the magical things that you're doing. What is Lauren 2022 going into 2025? Like, what is that Lauren? I know, right? Like felt, felt that in your skin, didn't you? <laughs> what is, what is that Lauren doing for herself to show up fully so you can continue to create what is joyful, peaceful, and that literally pulls you forth. What is that, Lauren Dawn? The first thing that dropped in is not being scared of my own mm-hmm. power. I have a big mm-hmm. power. I'm extremely yeah. powerful. Not only, it's like my energy is powerful. It's a big yeah. energy. And my whole life so far, I have fought that power because it scares me. And also I want to be very mindful to your point um, because no matter how spiritual we are or intuitive we are, we can slip down the side of greed and, and the challenges that the human experience bring. And so I want to constantly be coming from this like authentic, loving, nurturing yeah. place. And I'm, I'm really stepping into it over the next three years, um, how to marry yes. the two. How to be, and I'm tired of the or. Like a lot of women are like, I have to be or. It's like, it's and. I'm loving and nurturing. I have like this caretaker, motherly energy. And I'm also fierce and powerful. And I'm really trying to embrace my even just creative power, sexual power, all of that. And what happens when those are married? And I'll say that really popped in that I want to say here is directing my energy more. Directing my energy to unconditionally loving myself so I can continue to unconditionally love others and not having my energy be scattered all over the place. Or like you said, you know, the ego's running the show. It has to be a, a, a collaboration between the ego and the soul, heart, and mind. And that is the ride of my life. Mm. <laughs> so I, yeah. And I think also reframing what it means to be with myself what it means, like this whole loneliness. I think a lot of people feel very lonely and that's something that's talked about a lot in our culture. The more tech there is and there will only be more acceleration of technology, the lonelier we get and we have to ask ourselves why. And for me, I'm here to really lead this life where I, I lead by example in what it means to love myself unconditionally and to be able to be with myself in all the facets, which I love that you talk so much about. And teach Listen, about. this is a mic drop moment on so many levels. I have chills going down from the back of my neck all the way down my spine in confirmation for so, so many areas of that. For um, Balance and Relationship Advisor is the title that I use. And I say, and in parentheses, and usually uh, italicize it a little bit. And I've had pushback usually from women 
who are in branding and all that. And I know those are spaces you come from and they're like, why do you do that? Why do you put the parentheses? And because this is where I live. Lita, live in the and. This is where I live on everything. So I decided because I'm a, I'm a rebel, right? At the core of who I am and I can't turn it off no matter how much I should. <laughs> Sometimes I probably should. And I decided when I created the Intentionally Selfish Suite of Services for Women Entrepreneurs, one of the foundational programs we call was LITA, literally for live in the end, because it was to your point. So many of us, including me, because I was the first partaker of so many of those lessons, I had grew up in the or, I knew the or. I serve the or, right? Like it was always, you know, do this or everything was black or white, right? Like it was just so concrete and I'm not a concrete person. So I had to own that to your point of not only owning your power as you understand it to be so big and bold and beautiful, but being able to direct it. So I had to choose for myself in a very vulnerable and, you know, break down, break open, snot crying, you know, moment that was ugly cry, not beautiful, you know, in yeah. a visual sense way that I had to direct it to where I was being called forth, which literally was the end. And I had to make sure that I would stand in that regardless of how many magnificently brilliant, but unbalanced humans, male or female, would say, oh, well, that doesn't look standard. That's not the thing. Like we don't, you're not supposed to break up text that way. And I'm like, who says, who says that you can't set your own standard? Who says that you can't be intentionally selfish? Who says that you can't create self safe spaces for other humans, especially women that want to be held? Who says you can't pack up your life and travel the world for three years if you want to. Who says you can't do whatever it is that you feel pulled to do and use both parts of your brain to do it? The creative side that you and I were talking about off camera probably weeks ago or a month ago in one of our private conversations where you get to embrace, I have a right analytical, logical side that I don't want to have to dim because my spiritual and my creative is popping up. I can use both. Using both makes me whole. It makes me happy. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel like I'm not denying a piece of myself. And that was from your mouth when we were talking about that, not denying who you are because the world says you either have to be super woo-woo to the point that people kind of stay away from you and they don't really know if you're going to pull something out of your hat, right? Like what's happening when he or she walks down the street? Or you have to be, you know, glasses on, suit buttoned up to your collar, can't breathe, loafers. You know, like nobody says you can't be sexy and desirable and seductive while being magnificently brilliant and on point in every area of your life that you choose to be on point in. Hmm. That's a mic drop. That was from our conversation. That's, that's what that was, a replay of that. That was, and I mean, I was so moved in that conversation because I think that the older I get, I'm in my 33rd year. It's like, Ooh, it's an yes, intense it is. year. And <laughs> is, the older I get, the more I realize that we come to these breaking points where we are tired of compartmentalizing ourselves. I love how you said directing where I'm being called yes. forth. That's a powerful. And I would love every woman right now who's listening to think about that. How are you, first of all, directing your mm-hmm. life and, and honoring 
the power you have and where do you feel you're being called into? You know, what version of you is on the horizon that you are being called forth to become? Mm -hmm. And you already are her, but she had, you have to give her permission to be called forth. I just love Mm -hmm. that. And I think specifically, you know, abundance is a way of being. It's a consciousness. I know everybody hears it and thinks money, but money is one physical aspect of abundance. It's like a money is a physical manifestation of Mm -hmm. abundance, but we know stories about money, people that have a lot of money, whatever that means, they're still chasing because it's not, they're not, they're not, you can be rich, but you're not abundant. Come on. Truly. And so I think when I ask, when I pose the question, what to a woman, what does it mean to create your abundant life? What does your abundant life look like? She is often really shook by that question because abundance is being able to walk through life. Like you say, as your full yes. self and appreciate every single part of life, you know, you may not love it all, but it's appreciating it. Like seeing the beautiful flowers on your morning walk and knowing that that is from the creator, feeling the power of your heart beating and knowing that is yes. from the creator, you know, knowing that you have the power to call in and manifest literally anything you want and that you are the block to it. And, you know, that's the challenging Mm -hmm. part is how do we look at ourselves and see how we're blocking it? It's easy. And people outside of us do different things. We wish they would, you know, step up into their higher selves, but ultimately everybody's a mirror Mm -hmm. to us. And it's like, what is the block that we could dismantle for ourselves? Because right, I always say like right now, if, you know, our divine partner came in, could we even receive that question? Could we receive the love that they would pour into us and also that they would call us up into our higher selves and, and call mm-hmm. us out when we need to? If a million dollars was dropped into our bank account right now, could we hold the energy? Could we receive right. it? And the answer for most of us is right. no. And that is the question I am my life will be a continual exploration of how to heal, to receive more. Because women, we are, I mean, ultimately feminine energy is about receivership. This is the stuff that no one is talking about. I mean, more and more people are are starting to have the conversations, but they're in the spiritual community. It's not like it's mass consciousness. Abundance is incredibly threatening to our culture systems. I mean, if everybody actually harnessed these tools, the systems would crash, Exactly. you know, it's, it's like, but the earth is being pushed in that direction. That's why everything that's happening is happening right now. So how do we come into our own power and really say, I get to create my reality yeah. here and not aim to everyone else's reality? Yeah. It's a powerful reflective question that I think a lot of us are able to tap into the answers that are within with some guidance from experts like yourself. And also by clearing some of the chaos that's there, that's not allowing us to hear our own right. internal answers, like being booked and busy, hustle culture, you know, feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's, that's how you do it is to be so booked and busy that you barely can go to the bathroom after, you know, 12 straight hours or, you are regretting clicking Zoom, you know, enter because you had so many phone calls back to back or all the now that 
you know, the world is kind of sort of coming into the new era of what it looks like to network with or without mask and just all the things that go with that. People are starting to pick up those old pre-pandemic habits. Again, when I really believe that unsolicited disruptive gift that was called COVID-19 for the pandemic. And I know it came with a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And I don't take that away from anyone listening to this that lost parts of yourselves, your income, people you loved. I don't take any anything a part of it. And in parentheses, there was such a gift of this forced slowdown that we had. So we would recalibrate and listen and listen within and hear. And many of us are getting right back into the pre-pandemic, right? You went from not knowing what to do when the pandemic hit to uh, being overwhelmed if you had little people and caregiving elder responsibilities and all of that to now you're so used to it that, you know, this is the new norm. Now the world has opened back up and you're right back into having no time on your calendar, no white space, nothing Mm -hmm. to even sit and listen to the Holy Spirit, to pray, to be able to receive anything because you're so busy. So of course you can't hear yourself. You can't schedule time to listen to a guy like Lauren, who's running these fantastic events and say, let me not only slow down to listen, but let me not multitask while I'm doing it. (laughs) Okay. I know I heard some feelings with that one, but. You just said it all. And one of the things that's that that continues to stand out to me is, you know, at the events I curate, women come together and we really set big intentions. I don't even like to call it goals because a goal is, I don't like the word goal. I think it's hyper masculine. And I think goals, we often set ourselves up to be disappointed with that, the energy of what goal means in our culture. So the intention and then, and then followed by the inspired action. But what we mainly do is we set the intention and we allow ourselves to think big and we speak it into mm-hmm. existence. I just believe that we speak things That's into right. existence. That, I mean, things, we speak a lot of our suffering into existence too. That part so right there. We ourselves in that loop mm-hmm. of suffering, right? It's temporary. Suffering is like something we kind of let ourselves continue mm-hmm. a lot. Most of the time for women, it's yeah. high. It's like, if I stay in this suffering loop, I won't have to be called forth into my higher self. I won't have to show myself and speak openly and, and be vulnerable. I won't, I'll, I'll just be able to stay in this right. pattern, which as painful as it is, is weirdly comfortable mm-hmm. to us. So a lot of women, when they give themselves the actual permission, Nikita, to say, I am calling in $50,000 in my business to create an abundant life, to feel at peace, to be generous with those I love, to continue investing in my business. When they allow themselves to say that, for example, they are shook mm-hmm. to their core. Like they're, cause then when we say it, it's like, Oh, then all of a sudden it becomes possible yeah. because if we think it and feel it, like it's a, it's a possibility that's drifting out of the universe. And then the work is like you said, to be able to open up to receive, but Many of the women have had, <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I love the word miracle because I believe in miracles, Same. but like what they would perceive miracle where this, these things that they've called in have dropped into their life and they're like, uh, yeah. how? And also they're not necessarily mm-hmm. hustling. They just put it out there and for whatever reason, they're ready to receive it and that's it. And it's like when it, when, when we experience things 
based on our own power and not on these external, like you said, if I'm working and, and my calendar's full, that means that I'm on the right path or I'm going to be rich or this or that. It, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. And we're burning ourselves out in the process, right. you know? So there is something to be said about really simplifying our lives and thinking about what am I actually calling into my life? What am I open to yeah. right now? Um, one of the things I'm very open about is I really want to be transparent with myself about what I really could receive yeah. right now. There are things I don't think I could mm-hmm. receive yet. So that's where the continual commitment to our own expansion yeah. lies. A thousand percent. You spoke literally to the balance of the things. It's not because we, yeah. we hear it from other people in the world of personal, professional business development, all the growth and development spaces, leadership development, all the spaces where they're like yes. this manifesting stuff, you know, that doesn't work. That bothers me when people say it. And I'm like, if you have any spiritual center at all, regardless of who you're directing your prayers to, most yeah. religions, and I read a lot of them because, you know, I'm a nerd. <laughs> most of yeah. them believe that there is life in the power of your tongue. And what you speak yeah. into existence is happening for somebody. It may not come to you, if you, to your point, if you're not ready to receive it, if you're blocking it yeah. with your actions, because you said something really important that truly gives balance to the whole picture of it. You put something in the air with your intention and you obviously you have to think it, you have to feel it. The, the vibration has to be in sync. There's a lot more that I know you teach on. So people have to come to the events to get all the details. But when <laughs> you do the things, when you kind of act out the formula as it is and then lean into inspired action is not throw it up like a, a pizza dough and let it fall on the floor and like, huh, why, why wasn't the whole meal done yet? That's not what Lauren is talking about. It's being in a space of where you know that when you throw that dough up in the air, because you have aligned yourself with all the formula and all the things you're supposed to do to truly call forth that with you taking the next steps to catch that dough, to beat that dough, to knead that dough and do whatever else you're inspired to do, you are going to have a magnificent meal at the end of it. It's just going to happen because it was supposed to happen. And you didn't block it by saying, huh, when I threw that up, nothing happened. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, nothing's happening. Got to get out of here. This isn't working. Let me move on to something else. And you've just blocked all the next steps. Yes. And really to know that we are that powerful where we actually, we can have a vision for our lives and then live it and then create it and live it. A lot of people are letting life carry them. They're just letting life, they're not trying to master life. They're trying to let life master them. And so that creates the sort of like waiting around energy. It creates the imposter syndrome creates a lot of the scarcity thinking and it creates a lot of um, self-sabotage, you know? And I think for me, you know, having done that for, for a good chunk mm-hmm. of my life, I'm really here to break that yeah. cycle and reach as many women as possible to help them break their own cycle because we're not here to just create what's been created already, you know? And, and every single thing that's been created was created by people that are, no better right. than us, no right. smarter than us, the power within us. And I, I think it, you know, when people talk about, to your point, the manifestation stuff and the spiritual community and this and that, and there's a lot of problems mm-hmm. in the spiritual community. Let's just say, 
when you actually start embracing some of these very simple tools that, by the way, are yes. ancient, ancient tools, you know, born out of beautiful, like, tribes in Africa and e ancient Egypt, like this stuff is, and then it got buried for a long time and the ego started running right. the world. And all of this is being awakened now because the earth is ready. But when you actually just start meditating every day, five minutes, whatever it is, quiet, let's just call it quiet time. You could be staring at a candle. You could just like be gazing at the sunset, whatever sunrise. But when you start actually doing that and you get quiet enough, the answers really do rise from within you. And you're like, how is this happening? You know? So recently I made a very, I'll, I'll just tangibly ground this in for people because I know we're almost done. You know, recently, as I told you in our, our private tea time <laughs> chat, I have been through a big transition and I, I feel an ending of where I live, my physical space. It's, it's done. It's completed what I've done here, been through intense growth. Yeah. One of my, my sister actually said to me like, well, what? Cause I was sort of in the, what do I do next? Mm -hmm. You know? And like the ego just spirals. Yeah. Cause it's like, Ego keeps us in what did we used mm -hmm. to do? And then ego's scared of what's new. So she just posed this question very practically. It was like, what would you do right now if you had no fear? Like if there was no obstacles, like what would you just do? And Nikita, I swear, I watched myself say, put my stuff in storage and travel. And you know when you say something and you're like, whoa, that was from right. my soul. <laughs> and I watched, I watched those words leave my mouth and I was like, oh my God, I can't have said that. And now that's what I'm going to do. There's so much unknown. I have no idea what's to come. I'm so excited because I'm reconnecting to a deep core value of mine that my soul reminded me, which is yes. freedom. Yes. So what is going to make you feel the most free? It, it, with calling in abundance, it's two things. What makes you feel the most free and what makes you feel the most creative? Mm. That's it. Really that simple. Creativity and freedom lead to abundance and lead to living abundantly. So I would ask every woman to think about that and reevaluate and make bigger shifts faster. We hem and haw over decisions in life. And we wonder why we're in the same place for 10 years. Shift yourself. I just made this huge shift. It's so unorthodox. I am not 22. We're like, that's really celebrated. I am 33 about to do that. And I think my greatest expansion is on the other Absolutely. side. Absolutely. Woo, Lauren. Mm, what a beautiful gift you are in this world and absolutely here at the BBP. So, you know, I have to ask you because I ask every illustrious guest this question. How do you give yourself permission to pause? That's what I'm about to do. You know, in daily life, pausing for me is breaking patterns and habits that don't serve me and actually being able to rise above and say, that's not good for you. Yeah. So, how do I give myself permission is I see that there's power when I pause because I can actually take a step back and see what's really going on here, rise above sort of the human and the ego and sort of look at the, the different parts of my life or what is hurting me, how I'm hurting myself. And I can actually move through it yeah. faster and see what, what the shift that I need to make is clearer. So pausing to me is what leads to our greatest shifts in life. So that's, that would be my answer. This is why you're my friend. Cause we literally vibe in the same wavelength, especially in everything that you said in this ep entire episode. And especially that last part. Oh, oh I don't even want to let you go, but I know you have to go. Oh, how can no. people connect with you? 
Okay. Thank you, my love. I, so houseoflow.co is my website. I would love for you to subscribe to my podcast. It's on Apple, Spotify, and most everywhere else, House of Low, the podcast. I also am on Instagram at house of underscore low. I'm going to be launching a lot of really amazing offerings about creating your abundant life, including a live immersion and a masterclass on this. And I also am going to be starting to create containers where we can really start anchoring to the frequency of abundance because we're still living in the world, right? So how do we live in a world that has a lot of scarcity conversations, but create our abundant path, right? So um, that's where you can find me. And I just want to say, Nikita, I am so honored to know you and call you a friend. I love you so much. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for the work that you do in the world. The work you do spreads farther than you can even see. The ripples that you create in anyone that touches anything you, anything with your frequency is beyond what you can even see. But I see it. And I am so honored that our souls plan for us to cross paths in this life. And it is an honor to know you. And thank you for all that you've poured into me. Truly, you are a spiritual guide and you are like what I see myself mm. becoming. And it's so beautiful because we need examples of who we can become. So thank you for living as your truest self. It really brings me to tears, as you know. And um, thank-, thank you. You are, you know, I'm a thug, but I got all this liquid joy happening right now in my eyes. <laughs> thank you, Lauren. I you know, I love you and you know, I appreciate you beyond the stars in the sky. You are magnificent in more ways than we even have time for me to share. So I'll just share them with you privately over our next tea chat. That's all. <laughs> Can't wait. I love our tea They are Thank the you. best. And happy glorious birthday. I'm going to be celebrating you all month long and I can't wait. Yes. Thank you. Please take over the rest of August too. My, my best friend is (laughs) six days after me, technically six days after me. And she always, he's like, why are you celebrating my birthday month? And I'm like, girl, what? This Leo love can't just be captivated to the end of July. Take over August too. If my family could deal with it, we'd take over the rest of the year, but you know. I share a little space, a little space for the rest of (laughs) y'all. You heard that ego, right? right. You heard that ego, like a little space for the rest of y'all. Thank you so much, Lauren. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. Mm, Thank you. mm, mm. Balance Boldly listeners, I promise to deliver and I am literally patting myself on the back of my shoulder because I did. Lauren is such a gift. I pray that you take every single word that she uttered to heart. Listen to this episode, put it on repeat, download it, and share it with someone in your circle, an ambitious woman or a brave man who really needs to create the balance within quiet down, as Lauren said, so you can hear whatever is trying and has been trying to bubble up and share with you to help you understand the significance of your power and give you guidance in terms of where you're directing it for where you're being pulled forth. I really, 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 truly 
hope that each and every one of you are doing this. Don't get so booked and busy with your calendars, your schedules, all the things, soccer practices, ballet classes, recitals for the kids, checking in on the grandparents, all the things that we do. Just make sure you take, even if it's just five minutes to quiet yourself, give yourself that permission to pause so you can do what Lauren is doing and seeing if there is a pattern that needs to be disrupted just in that little window of time. And then you can create the space as you're guided to do to break those patterns, which might take a few days, a few hours, a few seconds, or maybe a few months if you're not doing it with someone who can guide you through the process. Don't slow yourself down for getting to the other side of your resistance, because as Lauren said, that is where your freedom is. Please lean into that. That is my prayer for you from my birthday prayer. That is my hope for you as a woman who literally is inspired to give hope and victory to the world. And the only other ask I have for you today is to enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly. 